Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm sure as parents, we all know how messy things can get, whether that's around the house, during mealtimes, and even when it comes to our little ones themselves. When it comes to wiping Alf's messy face and body, I want to be sure that what I am using is the best choice for his skin. With baby eczema and nappy rash being common conditions, using wipes for sensitive skin is a must. We've both been loving water wipes. We've actually used them since Alf was born and they gently clean and help protect delicate newborn and premature baby skin. They're made of just two ingredients, so 99.9% water and a drop of fruit extract. That means they are the best wipe choice for sensitive skin. Alf loves them and I even find myself using them. Well, hello, it's one of those days today. It's Monday and I feel like you should be organised on a Monday. You've had the weekend to sort your life out, but I'm not organised and I'm wearing really tight leggings. I'm still in that bit of pregnancy where you think you can get away with wearing your old clothes and you can absolutely not. I've got odd socks on, but I'm here in the studio and I'm very, very excited um, about today's guest. Not only has she been a familiar voice in my ears for years when she was a breakfast presenter on KISS, she is now a Radio 1 DJ and broadcaster um, who recently became a mum to a little girl called Summer Rose who was born in August. It's Charlie Hedges. Can I just say, <laughs> I actually cannot believe you're here. What is it, eight weeks since Eight having weeks. a girl yep. or baby, it's mad. I need to clap you because <laughs> I was just saying to you, you are what I really wanted to be. Like you're out and about, and you look amazing. Thank you so much. To make you feel better as well, you're talking about it being um, a bad Monday. <laughs> I left my house this morning. I've got sick on my shoulder. <laughs> um, a lady, a really nice lady, stopped me on the escalator um, on the train as I got out of the station to go to work and told me I still had a tag attached to my dress. Oh, no. That was the size of my face. Oh, and I've just had a message from my mum who's looking after my daughter at a minute to say my daughter has just pooed all over her. <laughs> well, at least it's pooed all over your mum and not pooed all over you. And at least it's not your sick. I bet there would have been a lot of Monday mornings where it would have been your sick all over you. <laughs> There's probably still some on it from mine a couple of years ago. <laughs> but how's it all going like and how are you here like it's amazing I said this to my mum the other day and I, I feel like I, I sound mad saying this but the only way I can describe it is I, I honestly feel like I am living my life at the minute watching someone else living the life I, I still I don't know it, it's just been the best 
like literally the best eight weeks of my entire life. I, 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 everyone keeps saying to me, you look so different. You look like this. And I think it's because I'm happy. I feel like my life is is complete now. Like there's there's been, little did I know something has been missing and, and it was having my daughter. Honestly, it's the, it's the most bizarre thing, but I, I, I can't, I literally get up in the morning and I'm going about my daily life. Obviously I'm back to work now, but I feel like I'm not here. I, is that really weird it's not that? weird but it's really nice to hear <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like it's even nicer because similar to me I guess like you always said that you didn't want kids I was never I was never 100% no but I always put it off I always put it off always put it off because I was like okay I've got my career and I, I said this um on air uh, the day before I finished for my maternity leave I said that I'd, I'd always been so frightened to think about having children because I thought my career was going to suffer and since going to Radio 1 mentioned this on air like the support from my boss is just honestly ridiculous he's, he's just unbelievable all my colleagues so for the first time in my life I, I felt safe which is why I feel like I, I'm so happy right now because I, if I didn't have that support, it, it maybe wouldn't have been the situation that I'm in now. Also, doesn't it just show how easy it is in theory for companies to support people and probably because they're so supportive, that's what made you feel like I want to get back there. I remember telling my boss and honestly, bless him, he's, he's just the kindest person in, in the world and he got all, like I could see him like so happy for me because I was, I was so scared about saying I was pregnant. How... Saying that out loud is actually madness. Like it, that should be the best day in your entire life. Obviously, depending on circumstance. I mean, I was so nervous to tell him when I told him. He was like, "That's the best news ever." Oh, and I was like, "Sorry, sorry, what?" And I was like, "Oh, I, I still want to a bit work here." So he was like, "Calm down. Your job's not going anywhere. Go and have your baby, and we'll see you when you get back." And I, I, I decided to come back after seven weeks. So that was that was my choice. I love the fact that. To hear that Radio 1, which are such a like youth-led station, are so supportive. But number two, I feel like there is so much judgment from the outside, but also judgment from within. Like we talk about mum guilt. And I feel like you actually can't do right for doing wrong if you listen to judgment, whether that's your mm -hmm. own or other people's. And I love that you went back to work early because I didn't. And I feel like I started to thrive yep. once I went back to work. Yep. And that was when I started to feel myself again and started to get into my flow. And I think in hindsight, and obviously I was going to say if I can do it again, but I am doing it again. <laughs> hey, <guys>, she's pregnant. <laughs> um, I can definitely feel it. I'm gonna, I feel like I'm going to have to roll my leggings down. Listen, really do, you do you want me to pull my dress up for you? Yeah, <laughs> make me feel better. <laughs> no, it's like when you're like, when you know you're about to have a massive meal, that's what I feel yeah. like. I'm just like, oh, why did I put these on? I've just bought some maternity leggings and so next week I'll be comfy. Yes, but, <laughs> um, Yeah, I love that you went back and I think it's actually really inspiring. And I, I think it's really interesting because I remember Kate Lawler, who I love, who's been <gasps> on the too. podcast before. She tried to go back after, I think, about nine months or eight months yeah. to, um, to Virgin and she actually was the opposite. She was like, I don't, I can't be back at work. I want to spend more time with my daughter. Good for her. Amazing. And I remember thinking, I wish I was, I remember literally like kicking out <laughs> through the door of the childminders being like, freedom. <laughs> and both of those things are really valid. But how, what made you decide to go back so early? Um, do you know what? I just, I stand by it. Happy mum, happy baby. And for me, so before I had my daughter, I, um, 
you know, I was saying to like friends and family, I'm, I want to go back around the seven week mark. And so many people were like, you, I don't reckon you will. I, I honestly don't, I don't think that's, that might not necessarily be the right thing to do or you should take it easy, this, that and the other. But I don't know, just something in me just thought, I think it will be really good for me to go back not only for me, but for my daughter as well. And, and again, I said this on air a couple of weeks ago that I'm really, really, really lucky that it's my mum and dad that's looking after my daughter when, I, when I'm actually at work. And for me growing up, I grew up with my nan, a, a massive part of mine and my brother's life, we, we, a really close family. And those memories of my nan being around all the time, you can't beat those times. So the fact that I know that my mum and dad are with my daughter every day, nothing makes me happier. Like my mum messaged me the other day and said she started giggling and that was the first time with my mum and dad. Like I cried with happiness because again, that is a memory that they are always going to have with my daughter. For me, it's not about me getting the first with her all the time or, or um, my husband getting the first with my daughter all the time. It's about sharing. I've always been a sharer. And, and the fact that my mum and dad are sharing my daughter, that's enough for me. Would it have been a different story if I didn't have my mum and dad? Probably, yeah, because I, I wouldn't have been able to go back as early as as I am. But um, a lot of people might not know this as well. So I so I do a, um, a Saturday show and, and a weekday shows. And the weekday shows, I'm actually go, only going in once a week at the minute and I'm doing the rest of the shows from home. So mm-hmm. again, that just shows you how supportive my, my, my boss has been. So again, I, I, I totally am aware how, how lucky I am. But it was the right things for me to do. And I, I say this on my Instagram all the time. Just do you. There's so, there's so many opinions nowadays that... The only opinion that should matter is yours. And also it's like everyone's circumstances and what makes you happy yeah. are so different. Like yeah. you're like you said, you're so lucky to have like your parents there. I've I I have Tommy's parents and they've always been here at least once a week. And I love that they know all his mannerisms. Yeah. Whereas my parents who live in the Northeast, they don't really get to spend that much time with him. Yeah. And selfishly, I'm like, move down south, move down yeah. south. But I mean, for, for nor- born and bred Northerners, it's probably never going to happen. <laughs> but I'm like, I feel like you're missing out on so much. Obviously, it's totally selfish because they get, I mean, they can live wherever they want and they, they've done it all. <laughs> but move. <laughs> but I would love for Alf to have like the same relationship with them. And similar to what you're saying, I used to go to my grand house every Friday and yeah. I still remember I'd get kinder eggs I would never be allowed kinder See? eggs and I'd have um my, they should always put, like literally put like an entire thing of sugar over the strawberries yeah. so they tasted so yeah. much better and strawberries were like the posh fruit <laughs> you never got strawberries at home it was like the standard apples bananas yeah. and like really old crusty oranges not even satsumas yeah. so it was amazing so yeah I and I think like so Alf's got childcare so it's not family but they get to give him things that I can't because as good as I am at some things, I'm also, well, not rubbish at other things, but naturally that we all can offer different things. And I love that he's getting a little bit of everything from his different childcare providers. Yeah, and uh, uh, for me, I just think, listen to the opinions of people that matter to you. Everything else, just just do you. Don't worry about what anyone else thinks because they're not living your life. When you go home after work or whether you're not working, regardless of that, when you close your front door... Just block everything out. For me, you just you just got to be happy. Whatever makes you happy and your family happy. My family's my priority. So whatever is going to be the best for us, that's what I do. I love that. I actually did a post yesterday about unsolicited advice because it can be quite overwhelming. And if you're feeling a bit vulnerable, it can just sometimes be like, you feel like you can't do right for doing wrong, can you? Yeah. I don't know what it is about the moment you say you're pregnant, everyone wants to like 
offer advice and sometimes you're like fuck off <laughs> <laughs> but obviously like most like, I'd say 99% of people do it because they're trying to be nice Course. but I always say it's a little bit like if you were going to go travelling on your own yeah. let's say and on the way to the airport everyone stopped you just to tell you their horror stories on the way <laughs> Like, I'll just let you know, like, I hope you have a good flight. But my friend actually had a plane crash. It was really serious. <laughs> just to let you know, um, my friend got mugged where you're going. But I'm sure it'll be great. And then Do by the what? time you get there, you're like, bloody hell. This is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out that you go and you have an amazing time and none of those things yeah, happen. It's so true. Um, so true. So true. It's mad. Yeah, it's so lucky because on uh, Lion and through my job, get to chat to loads of different people. So many people DM me all the time. And honestly, I'm so lucky to say that I've not had one negative message from from anyone. Everyone offers support to the point the other day where I um, I put a photo up of my daughter and um, <laughs> she had a... Anyway, I put a photo up and someone said, oh, is why don't you try this? And I was like, that's just a bloody good idea. More of them. So again, I think it's filtering the advice from the right people, but also being open to advice because we don't, I mean, I definitely, everyone's winging it, right? Yeah. No, some advice is amazing, isn't it? Like I've learned so many things. And also it's so nice to have a space where you can go, whether it's obviously for us, it's Instagram, but for other people, it might be like the Facebook mum groups. I just joined my local Facebook mum group. And it's like knowing that you can go somewhere. Definitely. Because you don't know everything. No. Like, God, trying to figure out how to like dismantle a pram or do a car seat. You just... <laughs> I, I, my my fella, he's always the one... We had like a little routine up until literally last week where if we go out somewhere, he'll go and get the car seat from the car, put my daughter in it, strap her in. I'm normally grabbing the bag, putting the last minute nappies in there, blah, blah. That's just what we've done. So he sort of took the role of the car seat over. And then last week I was going to see my nan and I was like, oh my gosh, I've not put my daughter in a car seat before. Hmm. Was I going to call Lee and ask him how to do it? Absolutely not. Got straight on Google, on YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> put her in, strapped her in, in the car. <laughs> it was only a 20 minute journey. I got out three times to make sure she was all right. <laughs> and then and then I, I was off. But yeah, it's been, it's been a mad few weeks. How did you, if you don't mind me asking, get to a point where you felt confident to leave her to get back to work because I remember and I was saying to you before we start filming like I really wanted to get back to work and I was really conscious that I didn't want to sort of like be cast off as a mom and I'm sure part of that was just in my head um but the other part I was like I just want to be back DJing especially because it had been locked down I was like I want to get back to DJing I want to get back in the TV studio but because I was breastfeeding and I I literally couldn't get him to take a bottle yeah I just couldn't do it. And so I felt like I thought I wanted to be back and I wanted to be doing all those things. Poor Tommy. Well, not poor Tommy. It was great. We ended up doing Masters Festival, oh, uh, which is so fun, isn't it? Yeah. And it was like, it was really emotional because it was the first time seeing people back on the dance floor. I was DJing, but I was also really nervous because I was still breastfeeding. So Alf and Tommy had to come down with me. It took about 35 hours to get to Cornwall because <laughs> it was when all the trains weren't quite back and running because yeah. of like COVID, uh, the dreaded C word. Um, there's one C word I love. <laughs> and there's one C-, <laughs> one C word I don't love so much and that is COVID. But yeah, it took so long to get there. And I was like shitting myself like, am I going to have to breastfeed at the deck? <laughs> <laughs> but how amazing if you did. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see that. What a great thing to, like, imagine if you, again, like, good for you for going out and doing that because there's so much to think about when you're, when you have a child, which 
things I never would have dreamed of thinking about before. I, I didn't breastfeed. So it was obviously, it's a, it was a lot easier for me to think about going back to work because I knew that my mum could feed and my dad could, obviously, my partner. To be breastfeeding and then, well, yeah, because how you, you wouldn't have been able, how do you even do that if you want to go back to work? Because you're the only person, I know you can obviously. I couldn't yeah, even do it, but honestly, I, we tried so many times to give like express milk in a bottle and he just wouldn't. And it was actually, as he got a bit older, he started to drink it from a cup. But I remember feeling, I just remember feeling really shit because at the first four months, I'd say I was on like a high and I loved it. Yeah. And then I was really proud of breastfeeding, but at the same time, I was a bit like, watching all my friends like go out for dinners and watching like people go back to work and I was like I feel stuck I feel stuck sure. and now I know like whatever happens and by the way like I'm not against like people like don't breastfeed my sister couldn't breastfeed like whatever works people and I feel like there should be less judgment on anyone's side but I, I felt trapped with it because I was like what am I meant to do but also I felt like at the beginning people kind of expect you to be in like mum mode but then they kind of get a bit bored of it yeah so if my friends were like oh do you want to go out for dinner and I was like can't because I'm breastfeeding and they'd be like still and I was like yeah yeah I know imagine how I feel (laughs) it's so true like hats off hats off to anyone that breastfeeds because I I think it's the most beautiful most natural most amazing thing in the world um and yeah again it, it was it was my choice not to but I've got a friend of mine whose baby was born a couple of weeks apart and she's breastfeeding it it's Again, it's it's choice. Do you mind me asking why you chose not to? Only because I feel like there's so much guilt and pressure associated with the choice to breastfeed or not. And I love hearing. I've got a couple of friends that were like, I just didn't want to for what various reasons. Yeah, there was do you know what? There was no there was no reason why I chose to not, to be honest. It was just it was just something that I didn't really want to do again not for not for any reason for some reason in my head it was just yeah people used to ask me how I was going to feed my daughter and I would say bottle fed and that's as far as I went with it really I didn't look into it I mean obviously people told me the benefits of breastfeeding and like you know it's good to know the full picture but for me it was just my choice not to yeah I think this is really empowering though because I don't think we hear enough for mums who are just empowered in their choices and like you said yes you can know all the benefits and but like whether it's like sleep or feeding or whatever it is for me personally I like to know what the pros what the cons if the cons are going to make like say my mental health completely suffer then actually is it is it going to be worth doing it yeah and um I think it's really nice hearing from people that are just really like sound in their choices and I think it will be really inspiring for people to hear I just think my my thing is always go with your gut instinct and I, I don't know I just I'm very strong-willed anyway but once I've decided something that's what I stick with um if people try to sway me I just I've just learned over the years to to just sort of stand your ground do you think it's because you're by the way when I say this you're the same age as me but do you think it's because you're an older mum that you're more like confident in your own decision making maybe a part of me just goes I think something kicks in and you just know what is best for you. And that's why I was saying earlier, like happy mum, happy baby. I don't think you should have to explain why you've done this, why you've done that, why you've done this, why you've done that. Because for me, I know I've done it for 
my baby's best interest and myself because I'm so happy and so is she. And she's a beautiful little girl that is giggling already and he's loving life. And my mum and dad say, looking at her, he's like looking at me when when I was a little girl. They said I was Aww. just uh, like, love. I, I just love life and from, from a newborn. And when I look at my daughter and, and see that she's a happy baby, for me, that's, you know, I've, I've done a good job. So... It's been our choice. Do you know what? It's so funny as well because I always think like the amount of weekends I spent so hungover, eating junk food, whatever yeah, it is, not, not one adult will come up to me and be like, you know, that's really bad for you. Like your <laughs> cholesterol is going to be through the roof or whatever it might yeah. be. But when it comes to a child, everyone has an opinion. But then I remember um, Sophie Ellis-Bexter came on the podcast a while ago and her kids were a bit older. Yeah. So I, I was still in kind of new mum mode. I still consider myself a new mum, to be honest. And I'm about to be a new mum again. Um, but I was like, did you feed? Did you not? And she was like, do you know what's so funny? When the kids get to my age, none of us sit around <laughs> and ask how you fed, feed the baby. But for some reason in that first year, yeah. everybody wants to know, like, yeah. how do you feed the baby? How do you feed the baby? And she was like, "Everyone, the, most of them will be eating McDonald's by the time they're five. <laughs> so everyone's got this thing to say about like the health and this and that. But ultimately, like, yeah, they're all going to be eating like McDonald's chips off the floor of the car. So I, don't worry about it. <laughs> I would, do you know what? I would, I would never, I would, I don't judge people anyway, not, mums not whoever you are I don't judge people because ju just do you that is it don't I just don't yeah don't think about anyone else and it, if people try to pressure you to do this that and the other I'm not just saying to, when you're a mum just in life I just think you if you actually take a step back when someone says something to you I feel like if you take a step back and, and just pause for a few seconds you will make the right decision for you whether that is you being a mum, not being a mum, work, family decisions. It just takes, someone said to me a couple of years ago, when you hear something or someone asks you something, just take that split second to actually think and you'll always make the right decision. That's it, end of story. I'm like taking notes for the next one. <laughs> Tell yeah, me more. <laughs> what else do I need to know? That's it. I've got no more advice. You're screwed. <laughs> oh my God, I just laughed and something really hurt. I'm going to have to pull my leggings back up now, honestly. God, I feel like I might have just like, have I got a hernia <laughs> live on the podcast? Something just like really twigged. I've got no medical background, so I can't save you today. Oh, it's really sore. I really need to get in my maternity leggings. <laughs> I'm sure as parents, we all know how messy things can get, whether that's around the house, during mealtimes, and even when it comes to our little ones themselves. When it comes to wiping Alf's messy face and body, I want to be sure that what I am using is the best choice for his skin. With baby eczema and nappy rash being common conditions, using wipes for sensitive skin is a must. We've both been loving water wipes. We've actually used them since Alf was born and they gently clean and help protect delicate newborn and premature baby's skin. They're made of just two ingredients, so 99.9% .9 water and a drop of fruit extract. That means they are the best wipe choice for sensitive skin. Alf loves them and I even find myself using them. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. How did you find pregnancy just taking it back a bit? Did you enjoy it? Because lots of people either love it or they find it just awful. I I loved the fact that I was pregnant, but I would be lying if I didn't say that I was scared every single day of my entire pregnancy. I'm a very anxious person anyway. I've always been a worrier, literally from, from a little girl up until now, always worried about the minor things to the biggest things, a big worrier. So every single day of my pregnancy, um, I would be calling my mum asking her a million questions from food related stuff to, I mean, I started posting about it on my Instagram every day because some of the questions when I look back now that I asked, it, I mean, it makes me laugh, but actually it, at the time you don't know the answer to questions. So yes, I loved the fact that I was pregnant, but every day for me, I lived in fear because every day you wake up, as you know, and you feel slightly different and you don't know if that's the right, um, if those are the right movements or if, this is meant to happen if it's not meant to happen simple things that because you, your body has never experienced that before so I'd wake up and I'd be like oh gosh I've got a pain in, <laughs> I say pain in my bum <laughs> I don't think I had a pain in my bum <laughs> yeah that would be, that must be something I'm pregnancy related <laughs> I've had a pain somewhere and um, and asking my mum but being so scared it, it, it's it was such a scary time for me because I, I I, w- I was so happy, but so frightened. I just wanted it towards the end of my pregnancy. I just wanted to be here because I was, I was sort of fed up with myself of being worried about everything. Cause it, I, I have so much respect for people that are pregnant and they go through and, and they're not worried and they just sort of take it day by day. But I, I was just petrified. But I, see that I, f- I feel like I'm on the other scale, which is weird because I would say that I'm quite an anxious person, but with certain things. So was you all right? I like, I'm so laid back about pregnancy to the point that sometimes I'm like, like I registered the birth at, I think, 11 or 12 weeks. And, <laughs> that, uh, and yeah, they were like, oh, you, do you need to do a scan? And I was like, oh, yeah. But I think because in my head, I'm like, well, I'm careful. Yeah. But I'm like, well, what's the worst? that like if it's meant to be I don't know I I just have like a kind of sense of calm and funnily enough I went on this app it's called peanut it's meant to be really good and helpful for so many like women because it's pregnancy app or mum app and you can find like connect with mums in the area so I thought okay great I'll do this because it was locked down and I didn't have any like I didn't have any friends I didn't have any like mum friends so I had but I found it it was giving me anxiety because lots of people who were anxious would be like I've just felt this. Is this normal? And then I'd be like, if I just, I've not like- even no. But then I'd be like, God, I'm starting to worry about things that aren't even in my head because right, I didn't okay. have any of those worries. So then I kind of stepped back from it all because I was like, God, it's really, it's just really stressing me out. Yeah. And then um, I remember when I'd go to baby swim, and all the mums would be like, 
my baby's doing this nap time. Is that normal? Is this like, is that normal? What's yours doing? How long's yours sleeping? And I was like, God, I just didn't even like didn't even think, think to about compare any of this or like to think that there was anything wrong. And so then it was making me feel a bit overwhelmed. And this was also why I think that do what empowers you. Like for some people reading every single book, yeah. having like, you know, your midwife on a, on the end of a phone call, like if that's empowering for you and probably for you, like having your mom like to reassure you, totally. you needed that. Whereas I feel like I almost needed to like shelter myself away because I didn't want to hear all the like ifs and buts because they weren't in my head yeah, already. In the first place. Yeah. Like, again, you've got to do what what is going to make you feel safe and, and feel better. If, if it means blanking off to to comparing where everyone else is at this stage and whatever. It, and if you're like me and have to ask a million questions, whatever, I mean, it didn't make me feel any better asking <laughs> a million questions. I trust, that's the thing. I trust my mum with everything. So when my mum got to the point and she was like, stop it, <laughs> I had a message saying, just stop. Because I was asking some crazy stuff. But it, 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 the thing is, it's not crazy because it's all so new. You're entering a world that you have no control over. Like, I just remember waking up in the middle of the night thinking, oh, I don't know, just, it's just mad things. Like, what can I have for dinner tomorrow that I'm allowed to have when I'm pregnant? My mum was like, well, you just have a normal dinner. But it, it's just bizarre how, when I think about what I was a few months ago to now, although I do feel like since having my daughter, I'm definitely not sweating the small stuff. I've, I've definitely worried less about stuff because I don't, I don't really care anymore. She's my priority. I know that sounds silly, but it's mad now what I would have worried about nine months ago and what I'm not now. Such as what? At work, for example, um, if I've been on holiday for a couple of weeks, going back and, and driving the desk, like controlling the studio desk, that would be something I would have sleepless nights over. Now, I don't have time to think about stuff like that because I've just left my daughter and... I've gone straight to work and now I'm driving the desk. I've not had time to worry about it. Yeah. So she's been a blessing in disguise because I've definitely, I wouldn't say I'm calmer, but I, I definitely don't stress about stuff that I shouldn't have stressed about in the first place. Yeah, I definitely feel like that, to be honest. Yeah, I guess it's like your priorities are a bit different. So the things that you worry about now are a bit more like, am I going to keep my child alive today? And so then all the other things that you used to worry about don't seem that important. <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. I'm still a warrior, guys, but not a big warrior anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, for anyone that's listening who maybe is pregnant, whether it's their first or, um, but they are feeling anxious, what advice would you have as someone that was an anxious pregnant person? I would just say no question is a silly question to ask. And and honestly, like I have asked the most stupid questions. I, I, I cannot even tell you, I've asked the, the most stupid questions that you will ever ask, but they're not stupid questions because if it makes you feel better and it means you can sleep a bit better at night, then I think you, you have to ask away. If, if you don't talk, if you don't ask for advice, like you said, whether it's you've got a family member to talk to or you join a group or you speak to someone on the bus or the train or whatever, if, if you don't do that, it, it, it's, it's just silly. It's so silly because it just eats you up inside and feeling that anxious and, and you know, you're carrying a little human inside of you. you. We should be so happy about that, which, like I said, I was absolutely so happy. But I'm so glad I had my mum to talk to because otherwise it could have ruined that experience for mm -hmm. me just through worry. And it, it's not worth it. It's, it's not worth it. A, a, another thing someone said to me is what, why... Sometimes I used to worry about stuff that 
you know, was coming up in, say, two months' time or whatever. My mum always says to me, if you're worrying about something that's happening in two months' time and you're worrying for two months, by the time you get to that two months, you're worrying again. So you worry twice. So don't worry. If you are going to worry, just worry the once, <laughs> not the twice. Well, I always, um, one of my friends is like worries about everything. And I always say to her, but it might not happen. So you've like wasted your worries. For nothing. Yeah. So don't worry, guys. But it's easier said than done because I do worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Telling someone who worries not to worry. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, I'm cured. It's like, <laughs> Thank when, you. It's like when everyone says to you when you're pregnant, they go, oh, get the sleep in now because you're never going to be able to sleep this again. Do you know what? That, that statement haunts me because I had less sleep when I was pregnant. Well, I mean, I don't get a lot of sleep now, but I could not sleep when I was pregnant. Could you? Well, I still can't because now, I mean, yeah, now I've literally just hit the point of pregnancy where it's starting to feel a bit uncomfortable. I probably have to get the pregnancy pillow out. But yeah, telling someone that is going through pregnancy insomnia, whether it's because of pain, like with Alpha, I had really bad pelvic girdle pain. Telling someone to enjoy their sleep, it's like, is it a bank? <laughs> oh, I've got loads. I've got loads of sleep credit. Do you know what I mean? It's just like one of the most annoying you sleep things. Bliss. <laughs> but then it's funny because when I was in the throes of sleep deprivation, there was a time when Alf would wake up every hour, like every hour. And I used to always say, "Oh, I'm a DJ. I don't need a lot of sleep. I've like spent most of my twenties partying." And then I realised, like, oh yeah, I spent it partying. But then I got to like recover afterwards <laughs> yeah. when I didn't like move off the sofa for the yeah. entire Sunday. Whereas this, it was like. It was torture. I mean, it, it does not shock me that it's a form of torture in Alcatraz, like because it was ongoing, and that's when I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, you don't get, you don't know. Like, at least in a week's time, I get the the week off. I was like, "There's no week off." And then when I got the dreaded C word, and I was like, "Sorry, is someone going to take this baby so I can be ill?" And they were like, "No, he's still yours." What? I have to look after him even when I'm ill, like. <laughs> like, and I'm, yeah, it was just, I think that that's what I found hard. And I did reminisce weirdly. And I, pro I, I would never say it to someone because I, I, I remember how unhelpful and annoying it was. But I remember thinking like, I wish I was pregnant and not being able to sleep, but just being able to lie in bed. <laughs> but when I was pregnant, I was like, I'd be so much happier if at least if I was up like with a baby you can't win Sleep at the end of the day if you're tired you're tired yeah <laughs> deal with it yeah. <laughs> we have to deal with it guys yeah whether you're pregnant or whether it's with a baby like you, it, it's like that thing the grass is always greener isn't it because yeah. I used to be pregnant thinking like at least when my baby's here I'll be up with them and then when I'm up with Alf I'm like you <laughs> I could be lying in bed watching Netflix <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing you know uh, there's um, a few of my friends chatting about some series they've been watching and I, I said I even if I start a series or I'll just start an episode of any show, you, I have to keep rewinding it because I, I, I miss chunks of it. I don't think I've watched a full TV show. For, I know I haven't. I know I haven't because you, you just can't get to the end of it. So I have to start a series. I won't know. I won't finish it and call a friend up and ask them what the end is. So at least I know what's happened. But yeah, it's this. Being a parent is the most beautiful thing in the world, but it is carnage. <laughs> yeah, it is mad, isn't it? Is there anything that you are doing now that you said when you were pregnant or before you had kids, like, I would never do that? I would never do that. Um, <laughs> probably balance. Do you know what? I, I, I didn't realise how many things you can do with your hands and your chin. <laughs> when someone said to me, wait till you start balancing a bottle a baby's bottle on your chin because you need to prop a cushion up behind your back or reach your your phone or reach this or reach that. I was like, what is this? What is this trickery they're all talking about? So for me, I think stuff like that, because 
I just, I've always been able to multitask, but I feel like being a mum has made me multitask on a different level. It, it, it's just, yeah, I, the, the amount of stuff I can do with my hands at once. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm not a wizard. We're like wizards. It's so funny. Do you know what? It's funny how we, we were saying earlier at the beginning, how it, as a mom, I think more so than, well, definitely more so than um, as a man, you worry about your career and how having a baby is going to impact your career. But can you imagine the CV for a mom? Oh like I, if I saw like just, like just like roll mum eight last 18 years and like everything that they've done I'd yeah. be like you've got the job yeah. bloody hell you've done all that they don't even have to list what they've done just mum yeah she's got the job guys yeah but that's like that's how it should be definitely, it? definitely you try doing all that on a daily basis I know it is it's, it's like I said it's the most rewarding job in the world but it, you know it's not it's not easy one thing I have started to think about and because you're here and you're a DJ I need to ask you about it um songs for the birth playlist <gasps> oh my god i had so many so i made an actual list of um of what what do you want to go there do you want to go random? yeah i want to go there i feel like lots of people i mean because i think my some of mine originally were so cheesy but to be honest like my first pregnancy i i don't even know if there was music playing <laughs> like whereas this time i like i want to think about it a bit more and also we were going a little bit like just instead of music i actually yeah. liked we were like what cheesy songs that have baby in or like you know like haha wouldn't it be funny to have push it in there and then when you're actually in the situation you're like get this fucking song off <laughs> so this time I'm like I want my just upbeat or feel good or ones that resonate I think you need to do so I did a bit of both I did um I did a little uh, feature on air where I got loads of people to message in tracks, which did make the baby playlist. So there was funny ones like Push It and yeah, I Will Survive and like loads of ones that would have made me chuckle. Yeah. Um, But then I also asked my family members. So I asked my brother to pick a song. He said, Martin Garrick's Animals. I mean, I had to get the clean version of that because imagine that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I did put Sandstorm in there, Darude. Um, Calvin Harris, Summer was in there. Yeah, I saw that and nobody knew that it was obviously going to be her name. Is it because of the song? No. So I used to go to school with a girl called Summer. This is when I was in my primary school. And her, her name always stuck in my head. I mean, I was tiny, but I just always remember Summer. And then Rose is my nan and Lee's nan's middle name. So that's why we did the Summer Rose. And then I put Calvin Harris Summer in there, trying to work out roughly where, well, when she might obviously come into the world. And I got it spot on. Um, So that's why I put that track in there, but couldn't tell everyone that because then it would have given the name away. Uh, So, yeah, I just went for half songs that I liked, some that... Um, people sent in when I was on air and then some random ones my mum and dad put in and just family members so yeah I thought you need to, you need to have a connection with them otherwise you're going to be sitting there going like yeah you want to kill everyone yeah I think I was so stressed that we like I think was it Spotify or something or Alexa or one of one of the various names that you ask and I think it ended up with some like really depressing classical <laughs> I can't even remember what I think it was like a sleep playlist or something it was like whale noises like wow I just needed to chill out and then I remember like even when the baby was here Alf and I was like can someone turn this annoying <laughs> music off and for ages it kept like suggesting it on my yeah. spotify and i was like no i don't want to listen to whale noises ever again <laughs> um but i also love the name rose so when when alf um 
we didn't know whether he was going to be a boy or girl. We were going through the names and I love the name Rose so much. And Tommy was like, no, we can't have Rose. And I was like, oh God, isn't it next? Because now you have to go through like ruling out the ones like either it's an ex or someone that bullied you or something. And he was like, no, but it's the woman from the Titanic. And I was like, what's wrong with the woman from the Titanic? <laughs> like, what has she what done? What was his reasoning for that? No, no, that was it. And I was like, that is no reason. <laughs> that like, what has she done to you? He was like, no, I just think of her. And I was like, yeah, but not even like positive or negative. And he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, like the old lady who <laughs> she goes out with the ring and it's like, oh. <laughs> is that her? Yeah, I love it. I love the name Rose. But it is Summer funny because Rose, beautiful. when you choose names, that it is funny how certain pe- certain names do remind you of certain people that I've, like you said, you grew up with. <laughs> and I remember, oh, I don't know if I, no, I, I can say it, but I did, I won't say the name, but I, I did have another name um, and I spoke to one of my friends about it. I mentioned the name to her and she was like, oh no, you can't call them this because of another reason. And it put me off the name. It was a boy's name. I, I only ever had one boy's name and one girl. But weirdly enough, I, I knew I was always having a girl. Just weird feeling, but yeah. We told everyone with Alf, I thought Alf was going to be a girl, but we told everyone his name, um, like friends and family straight away um, as soon as we found out. And I remember my mum was like, oh, well, you've got about six months to change your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously we didn't. And with my sister who ended up calling him Jasper, I think she said something about, oh no, my mum rang up and she's like, E, I've seen a name in a baby book. Why on earth would you call your child that? It's Jasper. (laughs) And so now we're like, we're just not going to tell anyone (laughs) this time round. But obviously it didn't make us change our opinions. But we were like, basically, if mum hates it, that'll be the name. (laughs) I love Jasper Yeah, I love the name Jasper. It's beautiful. (laughs) It's so funny. Honestly, I feel like I could just like, it's just been like a chit chat, hasn't it, to be honest. Oh God, I'm spinning on my chair. I've got that excited. Let me come back. It's been so much fun. I just feel like it's such an inspiration. A, to hear someone that was really clear about what they wanted to do. I hope it inspires anyone who does want to go back to work earlier, but it's feeling kind of like judgment. And I just think you're absolutely bossing it. Thank you. And likewise, so are you. And even better is we found out we live in the same area. I was going to say, see you down the pub, but well, maybe in a couple of months' time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I won't be much fun in the pub yet. (laughs) Boring. Um, But I've got to let you go because you're going to Radio 1. So back at it. Thank you so much. And good luck, everyone. Whether you're having a bubble or not, just do you. Sod everyone else. So you need like an inspirational channel. (laughs) And call it sod everyone else. Yeah. (laughs) God, how much of a legend was Charlie? I feel like she's just so inspiring. I hope it makes people realise that you don't have to listen to other people's advice and you can just do what's right for you and your baby. I just, yeah, what a, what a character. I loved her. Um, obviously, I had to let her go because she had um, to go to Radio 1. But before I let you guys go, I did want to read out this email, which we got from Hannah. She said, hey, Ashley, I was so excited to listen to your latest podcast episode last night. Massive congrats on your pregnancy. I'm so pleased. Look forward to hearing more about the journey. Um, I'm just going to skim it because it is quite long. She said, I'm not the kind of mum I thought I'd be. I said I'd never co-sleep, but of course I share a mattress on the floor with my little boy who doesn't do cots. Um, I also thought I would formula feed after maybe a month or so of breastfeeding at the beginning, but my baby had other ideas and never took a bottle and one year on never has and I still breastfeed. I guess you just parent the child you get, don't you? I love this, by the way. I feel like there's so many things I thought I would do differently, like I kind of mentioned with Charlie as well. 
But she says, um, I just want to get in touch, particularly after tonight. So many emotions coming to the surface rather unexpectedly. My son's first birthday is tomorrow. And as I type, I'm reminiscing about going into labor exactly this time last year. God, birthdays are so emotional, aren't they? Um, she said, I'm back to work in a few weeks. Whilst I'm excited about going back to work full time, I'm conflicted and feeling all sorts at the moment, which I guess is normal. I'm wondering if I've bitten off more than I can chew. My baby's a terrible sleeper, always has been, and will only settle with a breastfeed constantly throughout the night. And my husband works nights, so he's not able to share the load in that way, even when I go back to work. However, then I catch myself and think, why am I doubting my choices? Nobody's ever asked my husband if he did the right thing going back to work, despite everyone asking me if I'm sure I'm doing the right thing. Everyone should be free to make the right choice for them without others constantly questioning their decision. Motherhood is hard enough without all of that. So I just want to like interject in that bit and say, honestly, do what feels right for you. And maybe you'll go back to work and like with Charlie or like with me, you'll be like, this is the best thing. I'm so glad I went back to work and you'll figure out and make things work. But maybe you'll be like Kate Lawler, who I mentioned, who goes back to work and thinks, no, actually, it's not right. This isn't what I want to be doing. Um, obviously, you know, everyone's circumstances are very different. But I hope you know that whatever you decide, it doesn't have to be permanent. And you've just got to do what you can do. And I honestly, I really feel you. I was a dummy, a breastfed dummy for Alf who wouldn't take a dummy and who wouldn't take a bottle. And I actually stopped feeding around a year. Um, I think I, I did a podcast episode about it a while ago, but he started biting and then I decided enough was enough. And I just had like a couple of really teary, emotional like nights for both of us where we went cold turkey um, but yeah, you honestly, you will figure it out and you've just got to think what's right for you because ultimately that will be what's right for them. Um, Hannah also said, um, I'll be looking out for your podcast each week. I look forward to each episode. I particularly love to hear more chats with guests about the difficult decisions surrounding the juggle of work and motherhood. I'm also interested in hearing more about your current pregnancy. I'm at a stage where I'm considering whether to have another a child at some point. What you said in this week's podcast really resonated with me. It's about what you see, where you see yourself in 10, 20, 30 years time. Whilst another baby would of course be such a privilege, it's not really another baby that I want. The last year has just been so, so hard and I reached such a dark place earlier this year and I'm scared to potentially return to. And yet when I look at my dining room table, I can't help shake the feeling that something's missing from our family and is still yet to arrive. So I look forward to hearing maybe a bit more about how you made the decision to go again, if that's something you're happy to talk about. What I will say here is I like totally echo of like the how the the juggle and the darkness and the awful place that I got to in the first year. And it is, of course, a worry. And what I will say as well is my reasoning for deciding to have another baby will be different to someone else's reasons. And actually, I think there is no right or wrong. What I would love to do actually is find a guest who is one and done um, whether through circumstance or choice or both um, because I know so many people that are really, really happy as only children or as single child parents um, and honestly, you don't have to make any decisions now. So especially if you're like not sleeping, how can you make that decision? I feel like it was only once Alf was off the boob and I started to get my life back a bit that I was in a position to even think about it. If you'd have asked me after the first year, I would have been like, absolutely not. I felt like I'd ruined my life. And now I feel a really privileged that I have a, another baby, especially after experiencing loss, but B, 
I'm under no illusion that there'll be hard bits, but I can look a little bit further ahead because I started to really enjoy it. I think from about one year for me personally, it got better and better and better and better. So like, please try not to put pressure on yourself. It sounds like you've got a lot going on with going back to work and not really sleeping. And it is a a new adjustment. I think anyone that goes back to work will say that, whether it's um, right or wrong, only time will tell. But thank you so much for messaging in. She just ends saying, um, you're doing an amazing job with the podcast. I can't tell you how much less alone it made me feel during my darkest days and the very long nights sat breastfeeding. Thank you, truly. And of course, I'm under no illusions that what I've said is anything particularly profound. And if if there's anything that I said above that you'd like to read out or share, I'm very happy with that. So Hannah, that is exactly why I wanted to start the podcast. Like honestly, to talk about like the highs as well as the lows and also to just hear from a other people's experiences, other parents' experiences on their very, very unique and different journeys. And hopefully it does make you feel like less alone in whatever your journey is because God, I know that I definitely felt lonely with it, but it's so comforting, reassuring to me to hear how many people do it so differently. Um, so if you did want to get in touch um, like Hannah has, you can WhatsApp either by voice note or message, which the number is 075-999-27537 or you can email at askmumsthewordpod at gmail.com um, or of course you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It makes it easy to find and obviously helps other people find us as well. So um, if you are enjoying the episodes, then make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. And Hannah, I hope that I hear from you in a few months time and you're just feeling in a completely different place because all I can do is send you the biggest virtual hug because I've been where you are. Um, and all I can say is it does get better and um, don't be afraid to change your mind if whatever you decide doesn't seem right with going back to work i'll be back with another episode same time same place next week i'm sure as parents we all know how messy things can get whether that's around the house during meal times and even when it comes to our little ones themselves When it comes to wiping Alf's messy face and body, I want to be sure that what I am using is the best choice for his skin. With baby eczema and nappy rash being common conditions, using wipes for sensitive skin is a must. We've both been loving water wipes. We've actually used them since Alf was born and they gently clean and help protect delicate newborn and premature baby skin. They're made of just two ingredients, so 99.9% water and a drop of fruit extract. That means they are the best wipe choice for sensitive skin. Alf loves them and I even find myself using them. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. 
Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.